When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the very sexy collection, like the made-to-be-seen very sexy push-up bra in on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Bootleg Kev Show, special guest. We have got the H-Town legend himself. Lil Flip in the building, man. Welcome, bro. Welcome, welcome. Hey. What's good, bro? Love the place, man. Thank you, brother. Yeah, man. Congrats on everything. Thank you, man. How's everything going with I've you? I've been blessed. How yes, you doing? I can't complain, man. Hey, I woke up today, so yeah. I tell everybody that's a hell of a great start. That is a great start. How, yeah. I, well, first of all, what's going on? Like, what's the latest and greatest in Lil Flip's world? What do you been? What do you been doing? What have you been working on? I know yeah. you always got businesses you're starting and all <laughs> kinds of shit going on. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's all I do. Um, let's see. Besides being an owner of Exotic Pop, like which is everywhere, everywhere. That um, I'm doing a lot of stuff in the metaverse. I got a concert coming up in the metaverse. Um. August 14th And then me and Zero We just got done with Kings of the South Part 2 I dropped Flip Mayweather Um, I got a Well I guess I'll, I'll announce it mm. here Okay I got a show coming where we're going to Discover the next Big thing Like a talent, like yes. reality show? Yes, yes And we want the next, you know, like it's always one of ones, but legendary stuff. We're not looking for regional. We're not looking for. We want the next stadium filler. The what next, is what is uh, the platform that it'll be on? Well, that's the thing that that's the only thing that we're. So you're gonna film saving. it first and then shop it around. Or? Well, we we already have things in place already. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to King Lee. You know, my business partner. But we we got some stuff going. So the metaverse, the apps, the exotic pops. How did you get involved with Exotic Pop? Well, the other owner, Charleston, he's from Houston. Okay. And um, he grew up on my music. We grew up in the same area. And he was like, man, I got this soda company thing I'm doing. What's up? And right. so 
I'm like, man, I'm down. And so we just put our heads together and Keelan and the Cool Cup Juice, and we just been. Yeah, because like uh, any smoke shop you go into or, I mean, obviously right. liquor stores too. There's, right. Because Exotic Pop, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are giving like artists their own sodas, right? Correct. Like, right, right, right. Giving like other streams of income. Right. Um, rest Who are some of the artists that have their own soda? I know Mac Dre's yeah. got his. When yeah. I was in the Bay, we tried it. Yeah, rest in peace. That That's one of my favorite ones, the bubble gum. Okay. Um, rest in peace to Mac Dre. Um. Man, we did one with uh, Rob Kardashian. We did one with Drake's dad, 21 Savage, and Metro Boomin'. Damn. Um, we gave Sauce Walker his own water. I got um, cream soda, and I have a green apple cool cup juice. Man, there's so many artists, man, but the legends like DJ Screw, Big Mo, um, Fat Pat, like all the legends who are not here, Big Hawk, mm-hmm. you know, we help their families with, with, with the money, and each soda that we sell like on the back of it it says like a percentage of it goes to the community so wherever the artists are from we do a lot of stuff with the community with the kids and um i'm actually putting out a mixtape august 14th called the art of freestyle where i'm rapping over my favorite big mo beats oh shit my favorite fat pat beats so i sat down with d-rick the owner of all these masters and i'm like hey bro you got him cleared yes yeah. i'm like bro i i, I want to rap on these classic beats and put them out and you know so we talked about the biz but it's crazy and um because i feel like the people who came before me it's on me to make sure while i'm still here that their names live on Mm. you know what i mean because they did so much for me and you know we, we nobody knows when we go go so it's on me it's on flip everywhere i go to make sure dj screw Pimp C, Big Mo, Hawk, Fat Pat, like all these different people that are from where I'm from that we hold to high regard the same way people hold Big and Pac. Like, or even like yeah. a guy like Mac Dre in the Bay. Exactly. Know, yeah. So, you know, we, we just, we go keep pushing it. For, how did you initially, because I remember when you came out, the first thing I remember was you having your own cereal with the Leprechaun Project. And then right. obviously... It was like, oh shit! There's this guy who's got his own cereal. Yeah. I was living in Arizona at the time, so okay. I didn't know much about the Houston scene outside of like Rap a Lot and Scarface, right. and um, obviously UGK. They're from Port Arthur, but uh, but in terms of like the screwed up shit, um, just that whole kind of wave, I really didn't get super hip to until you know it really went commercial, and you know when you and Mike Jones and Paul Ooh. Wall and everybody had their uh, mm-hmm. their wave, you know. Ooh. So how did you like initially kind of get into the game and like I know like nationally was that kind of like your first big look the the Leprechaun shit? Yeah, well the Leprechaun was my first um solo album. So the difference is one of the other reasons why I call myself Philip Mayweather is because I'm born into music. Mm-hmm. Just like he was born into boxing. So a lot of artists they started rapping and doing music as you know 15 high school you know like if you're born in my house you're doing music gotcha so i already knew the industry i sung in the choir rapped did talent shows used to rap battle play the piano uh drums learning a guitar uh was in film acting class etiquette class media training so i was already ready right for the industry man and um 
The Leprechaun, I put that out after I did a group album called HSC, which stands for Hustler Stacking Ends. But prior to that, I had a few other groups that I was in that I started. And, um, man, I just knew if I had a person like Jay Prince and rap a lot, by the way, free Larry Hoover, you did. Yep. Like if I had somebody like that as my mentor in my same city to study the blueprint. So I just sat back like, okay. This the way you you market yourself. This the way you don't take no for an answer. Mm. This is the way you invest in your own money and time. You do it your way. So seeing them come through, you know, clubs and come through the neighborhoods in the in the double R's and the Rolls Royces, like since I was young and, and watched Richie Rich, I already knew Rolls Royces was for me. Right, right, right. I got right. it tatted on me somewhere. I don't know, the double R was right here. The logo. But um so I had the perfect blueprint to watch how I rap a lot, you know, like this man had a car lot and then turned it into like music business mm. and, and, you know, had the ghetto boys everywhere and just different artists and, and putting out these albums and coming to car shows, displaying all their cars and showing up to the shows 50 deep, everybody all right. in black. Like it, it was just like a big thing. So I basically was a sponge. Being able to balance what I learned from my family, my dad, my grandparents, my mom, and then DJ Screw, then it was like I was learning from Jay Prince as well. So we put out the HSE album, put that out. Rest in peace to Jason. He died. He's on the HSE album, my high school homie. And um, then after that, when we well, when we put it out, fans was like, man, we wanted a flip solo album. Why would you put the group out and you're the hottest thing in the streets? Right. But... I've always been one of them people that like to try to bring people with me. Right. You know what I mean? That was how I was raised. Like, if you have more than the next person, hey, I'm not going to sit and eat a steak and you don't have nothing. I'll just cut my shit in half and give you half of my steak. Like, mm. I'm, that's the type of person I am. And so I did that, and that was one of the best decisions because it allowed me to record the Leprechaun album. And what happened, the first album we put out, the group album, HSE, we did pretty cool, you know what I mean? But it was so many people on the label, the amount of money that it was making, and then I'm the marquee artist, it, it just wasn't it didn't make enough. Sense. Right. right. And right. and this everybody wants to see me. Right, right? right. So it's like I'm like, but I still want my, my guys like with me, you know what I mean? Right. So the Leprechaun album, I wrote half of it and I freestyle half of it. And half of that album, like I was like literally still in the trap with my homie Taz. Mm. Rest in peace to Taz. That's my guy. Um like literally making an album, making plays, you know, in the front room, with, you know, with the shotgun, you know, in the front room with the NATO, the AK, like, like literally making plays and in between playing, you know, PlayStation and, and writing raps and, and constructing my Leprechaun album. So I was able to really have fun and I can do that. It was a single. We put that shit out. Mm. It, it did crazy. Was, did that come out on rap a lot? No, no, that was just straight. Yeah, indie. I partnered up with a guy named Hump, and we 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 um, well, Sucker Free was like a a concert. It was an entertainment company at first, and I partnered up with him because he was one of my childhood. I remember that. I remember the my, Sucker Free shit. Yeah, yeah. My so my dad, he was one of my dad's childhood gotcha. friends, and I'm like, all right, hey, let's turn it to a record label. You be the CEO, I be the CEO, and so we put it out. Did well, independent, and a lot of people don't know when you put out a double album, it count. It's twice. two, yep. Right, so like people like, you know, Pac and Biggie, when they, you know, they go down. Life After Death, all that, yeah, they sold five yeah, million they sold five units, million. but it counts as two. It counts as two. So, 8-Ball, 
you know, one of my he favorite had the rappers. triple album. Yeah, the triple album called Lost. Lost. So yeah. I'm like, damn, all he got to sell is one third of half a meal, and it's platinum, and, he, and he's gold. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, true, true, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, to get the gold plaque, yeah, yeah. So it's like. And it ended up selling, you know, a million plus. So he ended up going triple platinum. A lot of people don't know. Eight Ball Lost is like triple platinum. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So and in my mind, I'm like, All right, I'm a, I'm a sponge. So I studied rap a lot. I studied Suave House. I studied everything. And then I implement my own, you know, final version of what right. I've learned from everybody. Put that shit out. So a lot of record was doing mixtape, a lot of records. Mixtape, mixtapes, pulling out. Everybody was like, "Why are you rapping on on these beats and putting them out? You should focus on real stuff." I'm like, "Nah, this is what DJ Shrew taught me. This is right. what I come from." So people started seeing we would pull up to towns and we picking up show money. And hell, I'm picking up mixtape money. Mm. The mixtape money, hell, at times it was two times more than the show money. So I'm dropping off boxes. Five. You're just like dropping off at the local spots. Music mania was right. a spot in Austin. Mm. Crazy place. It was record a record store. Yes, bro. Right next to Active Athlete. And bro, I pull up, cash out, fifteen k here, twenty k here. Damn, those are good old days, yeah, huh? Come back to Austin three months later. By that time, I got a new mixtape out. Repeat. So I had a place in Austin, a place in Dallas, uh, T Time Music, a place in Tyler. And wow. Those were like my main three hubs of where I knew I could go pick up 5K here, 10K here. Just dropping off some product. Bro, it, it was the easiest shit. And so I'm like, y'all calling me stupid, but y'all wondering how I'm selling all these records and how everybody wants to see me is because I'm just giving this shit away. Mm. Sometimes we were selling them as well. Right. So like at the to the retail people, I would sell them to them, but at the concerts, I would give them away. Mm. Right? That's crazy. Hey. Yeah. Those were the good old days, though, man. Hell yeah. When you could sell, you could just pull up and have like a relationship with the owner of a record store and, you know, he believe in what you're doing and then you turn that into instant monetary. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's crazy what the streaming shit is. Hey, we got to stop the interview real quick to tell you about our partners, our family at Odd Socks. Go to oddsocksofficial.com right now. And the promo code bootleg Kev, it'll get you 20% off the flyest socks in the world. Fucking SpongeBob. Fucking Cheez-Its. A little bit of Pepsi. Uh, how about how about some underwear? Do we like underwear? ET boxers. Let's go ahead and just open up a pair of these boys so you can see how fly the draws are, ladies and gentlemen, because they are fly. By the way, they just gave me my own pair of odd socks. Go on my social media and you can see them. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be for sale because let's be honest. Who wants to wear socks with my fucking ugly face on them? Besides my wife, and she don't even want to wear them. There we go. Woo! They got the draws. They got it all, man. Get the Odd Socks Basics, which I love. Just the basic boys. These are amazing, comfy socks. Oddsocksofficial.com. Use the promo code BOOTLEGKEV. Save 20% off. Let's get back to the interview. Have you have you had any issues like adjusting to the streaming world? Or do you feel like it, it benefits an artist like you that's independent that can just kind of drop freely, if you will? Uh, Man, I'm one of them people like this, bro. I'm like, uh, I'm not a, a stuck in my ways type of king, right? I hustle the dinosaur way, mm-hmm. the modern way, and the future way. Mm. So, it. I mean, I love it. I just embrace it. I still press up my physical copies and my wax for the DJs that like wax and wax sales for pretty good money these days. So, 
Yeah, people still buy vinyl. It's yeah. like almost like as a collector. They'd almost yeah. rather buy the vinyl than the CD because it feels like mm-hmm. there's people buying vinyl don't even have a turntable to play it on. They Agreed. just want to have it. Agreed. Agreed. And um, so, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. And then, like, the things with the streams, you know, like like I say, the only downfall to the stream, you know, like I'm not, I'm not one of them OG haters. Like, uh, I'm, like I, I fuck with the new cats, the new artists, you know. My only concern with the streams is like this: how I compare, right? I compared a stream to this. You know how back in the days you could go to a music store and listen yep. to a whole album. Yeah, you used to go to Sam Goody and right. You can jam it, whatever, whatever. All right. If you didn't buy it, you didn't get that sale, right? Correct. Like the the artist didn't get that sale. So Correct. if you go to a car lot and you test drive a car. Mm-hmm. And you don't buy it. The guy who's selling the car doesn't get credit for you test driving the car. Right. He gets credit for your sales. So just the way that they converted to like, yeah, this many streams, this means you're platinum. Right. But a sample to me is still not. It's like you can't lower the goalposts. It's yeah, how I, I mean, look at it. No pl- matter what. No matter what. Right. Like any other business, if you sell pizza. If you only sell 20 pizzas, man, you only sold 20 pizzas. Well, if you think about it, like with the playlist world, it's like you might throw a new playlist on that Spotify feed you, whether it's like Rap Caviar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And even if the song plays for 30 seconds, you don't fuck with it, you hit next on the playlist. It still counts as a stream. Right. So it's it, it, it's like a sometimes a person that's able to be like, oh, yeah, I, I went platinum. I got this many streams. And it, it creates a big head. Like a lot well, of also, people. like you'll really know if it's working if you can sell hard tickets. Correct. Because there's a lot of these artists who stream big numbers, but they can't go on tour. Yeah, so it's it's so it's so like I'm like on the fence with like just like a hundred percent. Like, oh, I love it. Like, it's dope that people all around the world can hear your music from the push of a button. But well, the, and you can also upload shit exactly. from the push of a button. So it's kind of exactly. like back in the day, you had to go press up CDs, find distribution, mm-hmm. right. To get like your shit all over the country in a record store. Agreed, man. So now it's like I just hit. A, there's no middleman. Yeah. So like, I embrace it. I'm one of them people. I adapt, man. What's going on? You know, plaques. Like I love. I love. Like in my house and my studios, I got plaques and stuff on the wall that just inspires me, mm. man. You know what I mean? So I fuck with this setup, though, man. Y- you uh, the first. Like, like, I guess your kind of coming out party, would you say, would be like underground legend in terms of just like commercially national? Correct. Correct. You know? Correct. What all, was, was Game Over on that? Mm-mm. Game Over was on the, the next album, yep, right? You got to feel me. The Way We Ball was the first You got to feel me. It was crazy. This is the way. Yeah, I forgot about the Way yeah. We Ball. One video. Multi-platinum off one video. That's man. fucking crazy. Because yeah. was that a double album? Yeah. I, yeah. All my albums are double albums. I remember. Most of, most of the time. What was the album where you were like kind of like in black on the cover? It came out. At, the Game Over remix was on there, I want to say. I need say. mine. That shit was. There was the record on there. Fuck that I loved. Because I know that like that was kind of. There wasn't like a super smash on that album, was there? It No, nah, it I, I wouldn't say it was a super smash. But there was a record on that project that I fucking loved. Yeah, it was like, I think uh, What It Do was on there with Manny Fresh. And we put a a little money behind it, but we didn't go hard. I need mine. There was a couple of records on there that I I loved. And that was a part right there. I was actually like transitioning, leaving the label. So one, that's why it's like a a version 
where it's one cover of me standing in front of black, and mm-hmm. then it's one version when I went to uh, yeah, there was Warner the, Brothers. Like, I'm holding some money or some quick shit. I didn't really like that cover, but I put on the cover Free Zero, so that's what I was pushing, you know. So, welcome home, Zero. He's been home for a he's minute. He's been home for a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I did that. They were like, you're going to put Free somebody on your album cover? I'm like, yeah. This is Warner? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, this was Sony. Sony. Was Sony. No, 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 this was Warner. This was Warner. Just a, one person One person asked me, right. and I was like, um, yeah. They're like, it's not a mixed demo. Listen, I know what I'm doing. Mm. Like, see, I never let a person, like, tell me what I can or can't do, especially when it comes to art. I'm one of those people, though, I will listen to your opinion. Like, I will listen. I'm, I, like, I'm a... That doesn't mean I have to take it, but I will acknowledge it. And mm. if it makes sense to me, I'm a rock with it. Of course. Yeah. And that's how I You're got open to input, open to information. That's how I got where I'm at. Yo, um, there was a period of time where you were popping up on a lot of G Unit radio shit, the mixtapes back in the day. Was there ever uh, any conversations where 50 was trying to sign you to G Unit? Man, me and 50, we talked about doing some business um, a, a few times. Um, it never like happened. Like, I think mainly due to like scheduling and stuff, mm-hmm. but we didn't specifically talk like on signing to because see, no matter if I'm on TV or not, like I'm I came in this industry as a CEO, so if I would ever do a deal with another artist, it would be a it's joint a venture. It would be a partnership. I'll never ever be under anybody, and never have. I always, every album I ever put out. I was the CEO, mm-hmm. so I was already taught as a kid, come in a game of CEO, be an artist, don't let people tell you, oh, you should just focus on the music part and let us talk for you, and no, that's how you get robbed, that's how lawyers put That's extra, how you get those shitty deals. Bruh, that's how lawyers, man, finesse you out of bread. Especially the lawyers that like are suggested to you by the people you're signing to. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have a good lawyer? We got one for you. Yeah, bruh, them motherfuckers. So... I'm gonna talk for myself. I get the done. I, I get the deal done way quicker when I talk for myself. Did you ever have a situation where you got into a shitty deal like early on, like whether it was the Sony or the Warner situation? Because back in the day, those major label deals were fucking treacherous. Thank God, I never got into a shitty deal. I've been in some deals where I got what I wanted or got what I asked for, mm. but I looked out for somebody out of what I got, right. only to find out later that they had got. A separate bag for themselves as well So they dipped in the pot They double dipped They double dipped But I still got what I want Because at the end of the day I think like a hustler Mm -hmm. I get paid to talk Sing Make words rhyme Come up with witty shit Make a motherfucker say wow It's people that talk all day That don't don't get paid for it So I look at it like this bro Any amount of money That a motherfucker go pay me Just to talk is a win Mm Mm-hmm now, when we go to my accolades and what I've accomplished, I know how to find the medium of, I know how to negotiate. My mm-hmm. dad was a master car salesman, so I know how to play a sheep. I know how to play a wolf because at the end of the day, I'm a hustler. So at the end of the day, almost any amount of money that's respectful, respectable is it, not getting fucked over. You see what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah, I, I've always know, known how to speak my mind because I grew up around older people. I'm, I'm the youngest in the screwed up clique, but I'm not afraid to speak my mind. If an OG or somebody did something to me that I felt like they slighted me and it was wrong, I'm going to address it. Now, I know how to approach it respectful. You see what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not a reckless, you know, G and you know, no shit like that, but I'm not afraid to speak my mind. And I'm a very honorable person. 
when being from Screwed Up Click, and I kind of feel like you were a little bit ahead, slightly ahead of the of the of the kind of like H Town national craze. I kind of feel like you were like probably the first dude in that class of right. like of your peers that really popped. Correct. I'm talking like obviously you know the Chameleoners, the Paul Walls. You were kind of first. I, I was first. Yeah, um, I, I was. I was the first person like out of. That wave, you know, we had Latroy. He went platinum, right? But he, I just mean in terms of just the time. I feel like the age bracket, and yeah, the, the, the age era, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. I was just saying, you know, we yeah, had yeah. Troy. Shout out want to be a baller, want to be a baller. Yeah, we had that like right before like the the yeah, yeah. shit started going on, you know. But um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I was I was first. Was man. there ever any uh, was there ever any like because Swisher House had kind of you know uh michael 5000 watts was chopping and screwing shit as well was there ever any sort of static between the screwed up shit and the swisher house shit it was well and it like because obviously everyone ends up on that source cover right which was a crazy cover right right the the don't mess with texas Texas, yeah everybody and their mom was on that cover right um, but uh, did that like how, like like what was what was like your take on like seeing Swisher House come out and kind of obviously you know DJ Screw started chopping and screwing shit, right. but it also was like a Houston thing as much as it was his thing that he created, you know. Um, but what 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 was your take on the Swisher House movement? You know, kind of being on the other side of things. I'm in a screwed up click, so like. I'm an understandable person, you know what I mean? So a lot of members was like, oh, shit, what is that? What What's going on? They're doing what we doing. And my whole take, I just feel like, hey, man, we inspired some people to, to do what they do. You right. know what I mean? So I didn't look at it, you know, like some of the other members looked at it. You know, you had some people that was like they didn't like it, and you had some people that was like, hey, man, shit, they expressing they self. They they want to, you know what I mean? We motivated some people to, you know what I mean? So that's how I always looked at it. And that's one of the reasons I'm the first person out the screwed up click to go do a freestyle on the Swisher House tape. Mm. So I got, cla- my biggest freestyle is on a Swisher House tape. Which freestyle was that? It's uh, it's a mixtape called I-45 mm. and... um. Um, it's a record like We Blow Window mm. I might be on Jay Leno They be like Flip can you listen to my demo I say nah nigga I got shows to do After the concert I got hoes to screw Like that's a classic freestyle That's like Motherfuckers scream that shit like word for word And um So I was always going over there I got family that's on the north side So in the midst of the north side and south side beef I was always on the north side anyway Like Cause I don't, I don't. At the end of the day, the way I feel, we Houston. You right. Know what I mean, at the end of the day, it's about unity for me. So, you know, yeah, my biggest freestyle is on the Switch House tape. That's crazy. And I'm, I'm in a screwed up clip. What can you tell us about uh, that uh, Source magazine cover? Was everyone there at the same time? Yep. What was I, that like? What it was, was that a day great like? day. I, I played dominoes with Jay Prince, um, senior, and. Uh, we was on a ranch, you know, that was one of the inspirations to me, you know, buying a ranch and cattle. Um, so just being on a ranch and hearing about the ranch and just being there. Because who was on that cover? It was you. Face, Rose, Slim, Paul. Chameleon Chameleon Pimp C, Bun B, 
the Chingo Bling, which was random, but shut I don't up. think he was on the cover. I, I think, think he, he was, was on the inside. Yeah, you had to open it. Oh, you had to open it. Yeah, I okay. Because it was a, it was the cover was like one of those fold out fold out ones. I still I'm have the to, magazine. Damn, I did, damn. But I remember him being there. Yeah, because like the ones I got, I got, I still got some copies of that in my studio. But that particular one, I don't think. Fold, yeah, maybe he was on the inside. Out. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah, I think yeah. it was the inside. But but yeah, everybody was there, bro. It was a cold day. That's why I had on the fur. It was a cold ass fucking day, and um, we did some kind of like pass the mic freestyle that, that same day too. It was cool, man. I mean, it was cold. Was it probably the last day that all those people were st- together all at once, huh? Man, when you put it like that, probably so. It's a lot of people to get. Yeah, in one yeah, place. probably so because we lost Pimp C. Long live Pimp C. Yeah, smoke some bitch in memory of Pimp C. Yeah, that was a that was a big moment because I just it encapsulated just kind of right the movement that was going on at the time. Definitely. Uh, why do you think that movement didn't have a lot of longevity commercially? Because it felt mm-hmm. like there was mm-hmm. like a three or four year window where it was like it, and then it kind of just started to, you know, I don't know if it was G Unit, you know, running with shit or it mm-hmm. just just hip hop kind of shifted. Shifted right. Um, I, I know part of the reason is what's the word evolving, right? Mm-hmm. Every coast, every town has their own lingo, their own slang, words that they say, things that they do. So for us, you know, the candy paint, the double cups, the diamond teeth, that's us, right? That's our culture. Like we live, it's in us. It's not a, a fad for right, us, right? right, right. right. So some it was people, a fad for the rest of the country, right? So it's, yeah, to some, yeah, they they thought it was a fad, and so everybody started getting grills where they're talking, you know, funny, can't right. really talk, and just you know, double cups, all this stuff that we started, and um, so man, it, it's just like some people didn't want to keep hearing about candy paint, popping trunks, grills, you know what I mean, and and then um, at the same time, some artists like. Okay, if you make a record that's about a certain topic, right, and it it, it it goes, you know, gold or whatever the case may be, plenty, you know, plenty fanfare, you're going to r- replicate that. People are going to be in your ear. You need another one of those. Right. So then you go back in the studio and you try to make another one of those. Especially back then, yeah. Right. So it's like. They're probably around your head like, we need another sunshine. Right. Right. <laughs> and And me, I'm just like, listen, I'm going to create. It has to happen organically. Did they ever try to force you in to do a, a Shanti record back then? Like a record with her? Yeah. Because Sunshine yeah. was so big. Like right, and right. At the same time, like right. Ashanti's on like, you know, everything. everything. Nah, they didn't. They never forced a Ashanti record. I was able to do one with Beyonce. I did Naughty Girl. And yeah, you did the Naughty Girl. Re- oh, my God. I forgot about that. That's and then I deal. did a remix with uh, Kelly Rowland, Can't, Can't Nobody. And um, I hate that record. Didn't do what it, it should have mm-hmm. did. Um, sure, I forgot about Naughty Girl. Yeah, What's that good. like getting the call from Beyonce? Man, it's it's dope. I mean, it, it was like um, they actually performed like my single off of the Leprechaun. I can do that. Mm-hmm. They actually performed there, like in Houston, at like a big show back in the day. Mm. Like I forgot what arena. I don't know if it was the Toyota. I feel like she's always paying homage when she can. You know, yeah, yeah, even yeah. to this day. Nah, till this day, till this day. Yeah. But um, now that was a dope, a dope moment. And then she called me out the blue and was like, "Hey, I want to um, ship you some of this Ivy Park." So I got this big box know, of Ivy yeah, Park, big uh, Adidas box delivered, and 
a letter and you know I, that was dope and we were labor mates so it was it, it's cool so thank you for the clothes mrs nose <laughs> thanks mm. for the clothes miss nose mm-hmm. there it is how should i say respectfully miss is carter i don't know did she take the name hey i don't know but you know you got to show like respect to almost, the, yeah 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 100 yeah. percent shout out know? to hope yeah that, you know Hey, I don't want to dive into the T.I. thing because you've talked about it to the death, but I just, I, I never remember, what was the origin of your guys' issue back in the day? I got a, I got a song with Easy the Black Captain called How Many Times. It's on his album, Hemothy. Mm-hmm. Um, Hemothy, so, by the way, everyone's saying that now. Yep. And how many times y'all go ask me about this? <laughs> there it is. He said, go listen to it. He won't. <laughs> What up? We got to interrupt the interview real quick to tell you about our people at Blue Chew. Don't forget to go to bluechew.com. Use the promo code bootleg right now and get your first month free. All you got to do is pay $5 in shipping. It's the, uh, man, fellas, the game changer. That's all I'm going to say. You pop the Blue Chew and your dick is on a million. Man, I'm not saying it makes it bigger, but it feels bigger. I'm just saying. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Uh, look, same active ingredient as Cialis and Viagra, minus the awkward visits to the doctor's office. All right, it's all over the phone. It's so easy. They ship it right to your door in discreet packaging. Uh, I don't know if you're going through erectile dysfunction because you're stressed out at work. Uh, maybe uh, you just need a little extra hump with wifey. Whatever it is. Maybe you just want to take a blue chew and beat your dick like it stole something just to feel like... Damn, that shit's hard, bro. You know what I'm saying? Go to bluechew.com, use the promo code bootleg right now, and you will save uh, all money. It's free. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll get a whole month for free. Bluechew.com, promo code bootleg for a whole month for free, delivered to your door discreetly. No doctor's appointments, no awkward visits, same Viagra, Cialis ingredients. Man, what are you waiting for? Go do that. You walked off. Well, there it is. We'll change subjects. That's your viral moment. <laughs> but the, the song addresses it. Yeah, yeah. Like my verse starts off. Look, I don't want to talk about the streets no more, and I don't want to talk about the beef no more. Right. Deuce, deuce on my hip, on my hip, or you can meet fo fo. You go to war with a vampire. Teeth go show. You know. But anyway. What was the question again? I was just curious. I, I, I just that was the perfect not, not moment get, for me yeah, to for you to, to plug use, it. Yeah, 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 and then you use this clip and make this to promote the viral. interview. Um, no, Teamwork. I was just I was just curious. Um, <laughs> like like the initial just kind of conflict. Like what what did it? What was the origin of of it? It was some petty stuff. Like me and him, we actually have each other number. Um, we probably text and uh, yeah, we talked about me coming on his podcast and him coming on mine. So we go, we go schedule. That would be dope. Yeah, yeah. So we we go schedule it where we're filming both at the same time. So we talked. We had dialogue on it, but what I will say, like it was really super petty, and it was something that I tried to nip in the bud before it spiraled out of control. You know what I mean? Because you know, I know how right things can get out of hand. Yeah. So I'm just glad that Jay Prince, being the OG that he is decided to step in and say you know what like i i can't let two youngsters you know what i'm saying young cats from the south yeah Yeah, two kings and at the end of the day we both talked about it laughed about it and he he was like man kept it moving yeah he was like man we was kids we so you know it's it's all to the g but it it was petty and um 
I've moved past it, man. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. Um, you and Zero, this is your the, the you, you. So you guys have two joint projects. We did Kings of the South Part One, and Part Two's coming, or is Part it Two is coming. Yeah, okay. and Part Two is just like music, like Kings of the South One. We was in a different mode back then. It was you know a lot going on, but Part Two, the fans keep asking because he's the king of the ghetto, right? And I'm the freestyle king. You know gotcha. what I mean? So. And that's one of the big things, even with my movie I'm working on, it's called King Life. Mm-hmm. It's about like people fighting for that one spot. But if you really go back to back in the days, like it was multiple kings. This king ruled this area and this radius. Of course, of course. Right. So we're so competitive in hip hop mm-hmm. and then not, you know, where we come from, you want to be the number one guy. You know right, what I mean? Right, but right. you can be the number one guy in your section. You can be so that's what my movie is about. Like People coming together, you know, everybody want that number one spot, but hey, we all can be number one. Do you think Zero gets enough flowers in terms of just like, I feel like somehow like he obviously being incarcerated uh, during a, a lot of that era of, of H-Town, but like in terms of just like his ability as an artist, uh, you know, he's obviously a legend in your city. And I, I just feel like he never probably got his the his flowers nationally that he probably deserves. Ah, I, I don't feel like they play zero music like they need to. Right. You know what I mean? Unless you go to and, Houston and they play the But but he they play it, you know, he, his fan base is crazy, man. No, he's got a crazy it, like, fan yeah, base for sure. And, and I feel like they go see. Mm-hmm. That's why that was one of the main things why it was so important for me to put free him on my cover because a lot of times, you know, it's a stigma of when you get this major deal the record label, you know, they change you and, you know, you sell your soul. Right, right, you know, right. I believe in God. So I'm not going to compromise my manhood, my integrity, my moral, my morals, my principles for no money. Right. So that's why all my deals, I was able to do what I wanted to do, even with the G-Unit mixtapes. She was right. asking how I get on there. Because when I came to New York, I was saying, if I want to take over New York, I need to rap next to the greats. So course. I was with Dipset mm-hmm. on all the Cam mixtapes, mm-hmm. doing records. I'm with G unit. Buck was already my homie. Who kid put me on mixtapes and stuff yep, like yep, that? Yeah, yeah. I remember so, all those tapes. So I had to go in, like, y'all want I'm gonna show you that. It's some people from Houston that don't just rap about popping trunks and candy paint. I rap about that shit as well, but I know how to limit how much I talk about that mm-hmm. because I'm thinking worldwide. But um back to zero, I just wanted to go into that G unit. Yeah. How did I end up on the mixtapes? Because I knew I needed to rap next to the greats and show them that somebody in Texas can rap. Um as well You know what I mean Yeah of course And so but yeah With Zero man that, that dude bro When we get in the studio Our vibe is like Me and my cousin Big Shasta Me and Big T Rest in peace Big T He's the one who sung The hook to Wanna be a baller He he died So those are the three people That When I get in the studio It's like You know what I mean Magic You know what I mean All that like Right 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 It's we just We we get We get it in And his hooks And and, and the way he constructed His his melodies He was actually the first You know rapper Really you know Singing and rapping You know what I mean You know Shout out to him Yeah Uh, Yo I feel like some Did somebody just try sampling Sunshine Or just put out like a remix Like a new version of it Am I tripping Man it's funny It's funny It's funny you said that Cause I'm trying not to give away, but I, okay. So look, while or I'm, maybe someone played me a sampled version of it that isn't out yet or something. I just feel like it's about time somebody tries to put re, remake Sunshine, bruh. 
it's crazy. So it's a two-way part to that story. I'm not going to say who the artist is, but okay. So on the way out here, though, I got a DM and an artist hit me and was like, hey, man, I remade you. Well, what's your information? What You know, what's going on, OG? And um, we exchanged information. And then he, he, he called. I text. I text like, hey, this is me like me. Then he called. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just gave the gender, huh? <laughs> it's cool. So he called. So, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He called. It's a guy. It's, it's, it's a guy. Um, So he hit me up, and um, he was like, man, I remade, you know, the record, mm-hmm. Sunshine. Uh, or I flipped it. You know, he was like, man, I got to let you hear it. And um, we talked a little business or whatever. Major artist? Like a major label artist, rather? Major, major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Major. Yeah, yeah. The crazy part, one of his plaques in this motherfucker. But uh, I'll tell you off the air. I can tell you who it is. Hold on. But we'll make this a bet. If you can get, if you can guess. Nope. It's not YG? Nope. So you, 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 look, you owe me, you owe me seven grams of some Zaza. (laughs) Damn. I feel like someone played me. I feel like somebody played me a record and I was like, oh, some, it's about time someone flipped it. Did it. And it's, it's so crazy, peep this though. That happened the other day. Now a year ago, another artist was working on a project and hit me, and his producer was like, "Hey, it's such like, a great record." And you know what's crazy about that record is it's like to this day it still is such a great gold record that radio stations have to play because it's it's like it's just one of those ones. It's like it's never gonna go away. Man, hey, and I, and I love when, when it come on the way. It, it possessed ladies and stuff, but but the other artist hit me like a year ago. His producing, we I, I actually had recorded a verse on that version. So it's two artists that contacted me to do it. The other one, I don't know, it didn't come out or whatever, whatever. But uh, yo, so let me ask you this: You're involved in the metaverse. Obviously, the crypto shit just crashed pretty crazy. NFTs are crashing like crazy right now. Yeah. Um, what is your like thoughts? Because like obviously, somebody like Snoop Dogg, who's murdering it right now. Right, I can't even listen to Doggy Style on Spotify anymore. You got to go buy the NFT. Man, I don't even know how to buy a fucking NFT. Man, um, but what are your thoughts just on the whole metaverse and like, is there a way to take advantage of it as an artist without worrying about whether or not? the nft market crashes or like because obviously crypto nft metaverse they all kind of go hand in hand but they're also very separate because mm-hmm. i can go home and throw on my oculus and play a game in the metaverse and it's not the same thing as you know so you're obviously doing concerts you're right you're you're involved in the metaverse shit like Correct. talk about your involvement in that and just your thoughts mm-hmm. on that whole shit well see a lot of times the communities they have a problem when a person tries to like you know take advantage of that when you try to use so I believe in using the word like utilize, right? And then I believe in reaching my people. So I'm a painter. I paint art. I, yeah. I do shoes, skateboards, hats. I draw like my jewelry, my tattoo. You know what I mean? I draw. So, so like when it comes to art and our people, and, and you know the percent of people that are labeled weird because we might throw on a, a, a green shirt with a orange pair, pair of pants right and to the average eye they'll be like that doesn't match but when you elevate to a certain level of being fly what if you look in the mirror and you like that shit that's all that matters that's all that fucking matters right right so everybody has 
to do something one time to become a trend, right? So the metaverse and just the people that I'm still able to interact with that are fans and that, you know, that are higher thinkers, people that are looking at life from a different angle, they 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 usually buy into people that are like them, right? And when you have a brand and you're able to always show the promoter or the artist or the fan people that spend money with me or show that that they support me, I always go out my way to be like, thank you. I'm gonna take that extra picture. I'm gonna give you exotic pop. I'm gonna do you know right. whatever the fuck just because you told me my music got you through this and that. So I show fans and people love. So people that are there. Wherever my fans are or wherever there are people who strive to surround themselves with great people and make money and leave generational wealth behind for their family and not be on some dumb shit, not easily, easily, you know, swayed, you know, like right, 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 right. I'm, I'm creating stuff for people that are thinkers and coming up with different ways that people who want to be involved in the music industry can invest in other artists. Like I'm, I'm working on some other apps that's going to actually help a lot of artists get investors and and have people around the world to be able to have stake in certain things. Well, that's smart. Cause I always, I always, cause there's a guy named La Russell mm-hmm. out of uh, Vallejo, California. Vallejo. So he's doing something similar for his music. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, if you, you can invest in this song and I give you a chunk of it from distro kid. Right. So I feel like for up and coming artists, if someone believes in you enough, if there's a place you could point them to be like, yo, you can go purchase a stake in whatever mm-hmm. this album is or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can help bankroll what I'm trying to do with it. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's that's a platform that's missing. Yeah. For independent, especially for independent artists. Hey, man, I'm I'm one of them type of people, bro. Like, I want to leave music in better shape in business in better shape than it was before I came. Right? Like, so. If you think about the era that came before me and the way their contracts were, right, 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 right. Some of them still became still millionaires, up, so, and some of them still suck. The contracts, right, right. The contracts, still. right. And then think about the artists yeah. that came out before them, the people in the fifties, and yeah. when they were getting paid one penny, and, yeah, it's crazy. And you know, but the cost of living was way lower, right, right, but right, still, right. it was it's still like, crazy. It's still crazy. Still crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. So now the the era that came after me and the era the, the artists. They're making a whole bunch of money mm-hmm. at a faster rate. You know what I mean? So, you know, money management and just it's a lot of different things that, you know, these artists should do and, and learn to do with their money and learn how to treat people with more respect. Because you never know when you're going to see the same people coming down. Right, that's right. if you come down. Though. Yeah, that's you know? real. Um, yo, man, Houston's obviously in a great place now. Two of the biggest artists in the fucking world of travis and megan um mm-hmm. how do you feel like uh just the, the scene locally is doing right now outside of those two because obviously they're mm-hmm. fucking out of here but just right, like right. in terms of just like the uh, the underground scene i guess right, right, if you right. will, like man i mean you got as far as like newer artists you got you know sauce walk sauce walk is killing it um you got propane propane's been dope for a while too yep um you got Maxo Cream. Just put out a crazy record with Benny the Butcher. Shout yep. out Maxo. I'm trying not to leave. You got Toby. I'm, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. so I, I, Tol- I always fuck his name up too. So I just be Toby. He's incredible. Yeah. Um, man, it, it, it's talent out there, man. It's a lot of youngsters. OMB, Bloodbath. 
um, a lady named Lady Isis. It'd be hard. Ken the man's from Ken Houston. The yeah, she's yeah. on the freshman cover. Mm-hmm. Shout out so to her. It's like a. It's a lot of artists, man. I don't want to fucking forget. It's, well, it's crazy too because now, like, <laughs> I feel like Houston. Without even, I don't feel like we acknowledge Houston as like one of the big cities. St- still, like right now, if you mm-hmm. really look at like who's popping in hip hop, like Houston is like, and also people love to go to Houston and record. Yeah. Like Houston is like a place people really enjoy to just. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now a lot of the artists they they come out. I know people record. who just who move there. Like a lot of I, people just live there because there's no state tax. The food's good. The strip yeah. clubs are amazing. Yeah, yeah property. The property's not yeah. too crazy. Oh yeah, now that's where you we play Monopoly out there. It's Realopoly, yeah. like my board game. Like, bro, we. That's why we love it where we at. Yeah, we can. Run like it we up. don't yeah, we don't never have to leave. If we'd never, you know, wanted to leave, we we would be kind of in the middle of everything. Bruh. Quick flight to Atlanta, quick flight to LA. Yeah, the hub, man. And, yeah. and when y'all do go to Houston, when y'all do go to Houston, turkey leg hook. Get the Alfredo. Is that your spot? No, nah, that's my homie, Lynn, Lynn and his wife. What's a turkey leg hut? Yes. Hey, get the Alfredo, the shrimp Alfredo turkey leg with the rice. That sounds amazing. Like it, it's like stuffed and man, listen. Now I'm hungry. Oh yeah, I am too. Soon as I get done with this, well, there it is. Look, little flip, uh, new music coming. Oh yeah, art of freestyle three coming art soon. Art of freestyle three. We're gonna August. get to some freestyling. Oh yeah, August nineteenth, man. Different YouTube video, definitely. There and then it is. after that, I'm dropping Funger and Flip, and then you know me and Zero, we got Kings at the South Part Two. On tonight, video is is out right now doing numbers. Check it out, flipping Zero, FA. Much love, my Shout guy. out my guy, F.A. You know what I mean? Yeah, shout Can't out to Soho, the F.A. the homies. Yes, sir. F.A.'s a good guy, man. You did. Let's get it. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. When we come together, it's magic. And for 30 years, we've celebrated that. Because our ideas, our art, our flavor, our community, our impact, there's nothing like it. Here, in this place, this is where we fall more in love with everything that makes us, us. This is the place where we love us. Celebrate 30 years of loving us at Essence Festival. Get your tickets at EssenceFestival.com. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 